Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Hey Grow Girls, we are live on Instagram and on the podcast. And in today's episode, I'm diving into something so juicy that I feel like is a topic that is very, there's a lot of mystery around it. And I think there's not a lot of content out there about this stage of manifestation. It's a, it's a hard part. It's a part of manifestation that people get tripped up on. And I wanna demystify it. And that topic is detaching and getting into receiving mode. So this is the final stage of your manifestation. This is the part where you know what you want, you've done so much releasing, you've done such so much embodying, becoming an energetic match, you've opened up your aura and now you need to detach and receive. This is the last stage. You need to receive the thing, have the thing that you were manifesting and, you know, live your life, enjoy the thing. This is obviously the stage that most people would be excited about and happy about. Um, I've just suddenly had a fear that my um, sound might not be working on Instagram. So if there was a pause, that's why. But yes, this is the part that of course you'll be excited about. You'll be excited to receive a thing. But how do you actually do that? How do you actually bring it in? Once you're ready, you're aligned, you feel like, yep, I'm an energetic match for this thing. Now I just need it to arrive. How do you actually do this? That is what I'm going to break down in today's episode. So yes, it is a juicy one. However, (laughs) my voice might be sounding a little bit raspy or just a little bit forced. As I'm speaking now, it does feel like I'm having to work. My vocal cords are having to work to get this out. But it's just so valuable that I had to come on anyway. The reason my voice is almost gone is because I was at carnival all weekend. We were playing in the band It was so good, right in the heart of Notting Hill, right in the centre of everything. But my voice said I'm done. My voice has surrendered. (laughs) Um, But we're going to try because the download came today. And when the download comes and my intuition pings, we need to act on it. So what inspired this episode? It's something I've been talking about behind the scenes, especially on the Goddess Inner Circle for a while, but I felt the pull to come on and to speak about this in today's episode, because this weekend, whilst at Carnival, and essentially spending the whole weekend not posting anything educational, not posting anything, you know, inspiring, not posting anything relevant, in theory, to manifestation... How was it that I received so many sales 
when not posting, let's say value, I say in air quotes, not posting anything that you can look at, read, take away and apply that to getting your manifestations. How could it be that on a weekend where I'm not posting any carousels that are teaching you something really valid about your your manifestation, I'm not going live or on the podcast or posting Instagram stories of mini trainings and walking you through certain parts of the manifestation process, but instead I'm posting videos of me winding down the street of Notting Hill, um, I'm posting paint covered selfies, I'm posting big feather outfits um, and just you know, living my best life, why is it that I receive so many sales at that point whilst all of this is going on? When I run an online business especially, you may think that it's when I post a really valuable piece of content that I should make sales. And you may also think that this is a coincidence and that the fact that the sales came through this weekend whilst I'm doing all of that was a coincidence, but it's not. There are clear, clear patterns I've witnessed over the years of running my own business. And this was just a perfect example of one of these patterns. So the reason that I received so many sales on a weekend when I'm posting myself winding down the street, covered in paint, not posting anything business related, let's say, not posting anything with manifestation value is because I was in an energy of detachment, right? I was not in an energy of, I need, I need this sale. I was not in an energy of trying to force and and make something happen, make being the operative word, but I was in a total state of detachment, joy, ease, and freedom. Thank you, go wrap yourself. So, This is the point of manifestation that relates to receiving. And this is for a few reasons, which we're going to get into. But first of all, let's look what happens when you're in an energy of attachment. Because I have a hundred thousand million percent been in an energy of of attachment before. And I've a hundred percent been in a forcing, grinding energy and an energy where I have sabotaged certain manifestations. Of course, I wouldn't be human if I if I hadn't been, and I definitely wouldn't be able to to teach this and to teach manifestation had I not done it wrong, right? <laughs> or had I not sabotaged myself, or had I not ever been in an energy of attachment, then I wouldn't be able to teach you how to move out of that. But when you are in an energy of attachment, this is what happens. You get into low vibration feelings you vibrate low on the scale of vibration. Which means that, you know, the law of attraction states that you're gonna receive likeness. And again, as I always stress, I don't want you to take this to mean that anytime you feel a little bit low, you're sabotaging yourself and you're only going to attract negative things. That is not true at all. You don't have to be perfect. You don't always have to be high vibe to attract great things. But your overall vibration is where you attach, you attract from. So if you're vibrating this high, and then you have generally your thoughts, feelings, emotions, everything creates that vibration. 
but then you have a, a high day, you're going to go just slightly up on the prong of the ladder that you're on, is how I describe it. And if you're having a bad day, you're going to go just slightly down on the prong of the ladder that you're on. You're not going to manifest a completely different life because one day you feel sad. You're allowed to have a human experience here. But when you're in that energy of attachment, and especially when you've been manifesting something for a while, you've been sitting in that energy of, I need, I need, I need. Desperation. Desperation is very low on the scale of vibration. So you're not an energetic match for what you want to receive. So that's from an energetic vibrational frequency standpoint. But then if we go past that to your behaviors, your actions, this is the next step. Your energy creates, you know, feelings which create later your actions. And when you're stuck in that energy of attachment, what are you going to do? You're going to behave differently. You're going to force. And you're going to kind of try to make and force and bring that manifestation in rather than allowing it. Remember that manifestation is co-creation. So there's a co in that word. And this is the point. The, the final stage of manifestation is where that co is so important. Is where you need to allow the universe to step in. And you can't force it. For example, with me, I can't force clients to work with me. I can physically do it and I probably have done it in the past. I'm definitely not a forcing person, but maybe pushed much more than what feels aligned. Probably done that in the past. But what's going to happen is that person is not going to be empowered. In this, in this example, or in this instance, if I push someone to work with me and try to force that sale, even if they do sign up and the money comes through, they're not empowered. And I, and I definitely have done this in the past where I've, you know, maybe over-encouraged or tried to convince. And what's happened? The person has signed up. Yes, I've got the money, but they've later either dropped out and left things more complicated and more messy. They've not given their all and shown up and then not got the results that they should have. Or they've had this funky sort of energy because they they weren't ready they weren't aligned it's meant that it's been difficult for me to work with that person and they've caused maybe drama they've required a lot from me maybe they've taken more than they've given a lot of the time they've been a client who isn't energetically aligned and so has wanted everything from me instead of when someone signs up because they're empowered they're aligned they want to do this and they've decided they didn't require any convincing or forcing from me they get the best results, they show up, they do the work, they embody the experience and they get the results. So when you're in an energy of attachment, even if your manifestation does come through, because sometimes again, you can force it into existence, it can often not be what it was that you truly wanted. For example, we might say, you know, we want sales, but what we actually want is a feeling it's always a feeling that you truly want and for example in the instance of sales when I want to make sales what I actually want is to help the person I want to feel like I'm doing the work that I was here to do I want to feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose 
I want to see people get the transformation that genuinely fills me up. Otherwise I would not be doing this business. And so if I force a sale, I don't actually end up getting that feeling for the reasons I just explained. Or it's also because I want freedom, freedom for myself, financial freedom, um, freedom to, you know, do things that I want, live the way I want, buy the things I want, etc., etc. And if I forced that sale to happen, then often I do not get that fulfilled. That manifestation of freedom does not come through because again, that person's draining me or taking everything from me or I'm having to like overcompensate because they're not aligned to it. And so I don't end up feeling free because I feel oversubscribed to all these things I have to do for that person. So what you actually want, as I always say, what your manifestation represents to you is always a feeling. It doesn't mean you can't want the thing, but you have to understand that it's a vehicle to a feeling. You can have money, but have no freedom, right? You can have a relationship, but have no love. It's always the feeling that you, that you want. And so when we're in an energy of attachment, we may be able to force the manifestation into existence, but we won't actually gain the fulfillment that we want from it. Because usually we've pushed it to somewhere where it wasn't aligned. For example, if you're in a relationship, you wanted to attract a partner and there's someone who's just not giving you what you want. It's not aligning. They don't meet the things that you need. They don't, um, they're not a match. They don't fulfill your needs, but you really want to be in a relationship. So you, you know, make it work, you oversee, you overlook those things and you force, you may well be able to get in a relationship with that person. They may well say, yeah, okay, let's do this. Let's be in a relationship. But will that relationship actually fulfill you? Will it give you the feelings you wanted to feel connected, to feel loved, to feel joy and partnership? Will you actually feel those things if you force the relationship to happen and the person's not actually aligned to you or invested properly in the relationship? No, and actually I have definitely done that in my teenage years or my early 20s and that's a big part of the reason that I do so much work on relationships now because I definitely did that in romantic style manifestations. So I want to I want to like tell you a story of what happened when I was in this energy of detachment. Because like I say it's an energy yes, but your energy is creating the feelings you you create feelings from that energy it's a vibration makes you physically feel a certain way and you'll then interpret that into a emotion a feeling and then that creates your behavior and so your energy really does change who you be and how you act right so this weekend as i said out live my best life but last week I had a client reach out because it's not just about being in an energy of detachment in the one moment. Again, that's just like the ladder where you either move up a tiny bit on the same ladder step or down a tiny bit. But your your vibration is your overall who you are. It's not moment to moment. Otherwise, we'd just be up, down, up, down. Our lives would be changing drastically every second. You don't attract from how you feel in one second. You attract from your overall vibration. So last week I had a client, potential client reach out and she was chatting to me and she wanted to work together one-to-one. 
But because I was in an energy of detachment, this situation went down differently. And I want to tell you about it because it has definitely not gone down like this in the past. There's been many times when I've been in an energy of attachment in the past. And that's why I'm so passionate about this work. Because life looked different when it was like that. And situations like this would have gone differently. So she reached out to me. And she was asking about one-to-one coaching. We were chatting back and forth, DMing. And she was so keen to work together. She was like, love your work. I feel so like pulled to you. Um, I really want this. I really want this for my next step. I really want my goals. And I feel pulled towards you. But when I told her the price then for one-to-one coaching, she was like, oh my gosh, on voice note, I'm not going to lie, my, my anxious brain has been triggered. <laughs> Those were her words. Um, I, need to, I need to take a few days. I need to sit with this. But right now, all I can tell you is I'm feeling triggered. Right. So what would you, how would you expect me to respond to this? Because I can imagine it's probably different to how I actually did. You may think as a business person, and I was told this in one of my first jobs when I was self-employed as a PT first, this was what we were taught, was to do this thing, which I now completely denounce and do not embody myself, do not teach to any clients, which was if someone tells you they can't afford it, sit them down and tell them all the things they should stop buying to afford it. Tell them they should cut out coffee, they can cut out this, that and that, and that they can afford it and it's just in, it's just in their head. Now, 100%, a lot of the time, when we say we can't afford something, of course, it's our ego trying to keep us safe. Of course, it's the scarcity mindset that we're often conditioned to have. But not all the time, firstly, sometimes you may not be ready for an investment of some, of some sort, both emotionally, but also tangibly. But also, it's even if you do have the money in the bank, you need to be energetically leading yourself to pay that. If I make you do that, again, you're not aligned. So yeah, we were taught when I was first ever self-employed as a personal trainer to tell people to cut out coffee so that they could afford us. (laughs) And if you know me, I'm not quite cutting out coffee. Um, I have cut out coffee actually before, but it's not the point. So I didn't, I didn't say that to her. I didn't message her back. I didn't voice note her back and say, okay, well, it's probably a scarcity mindset, even though it may have been at this point, I didn't know, but I didn't say it's probably a scarcity mindset. Just pay it. Just go through your bank and delete all your direct debits and pay it. If you want to move forward, you have to do this. I did not do that. Had I been in an energy of attachment though, where I'm like, I need this. I need the sale energetically, then I may have. I may have tried to convince, push, force. Instead, what I said was, I laughed because it was funny the way she'd said, ah, my little anxious brain, she was laughing about it as well. He's triggered. I laughed and then I was like, that's totally understandable. This would be triggering. I said, well, sometimes the triggering is very good and it's an opportunity to expand and every investment I've ever made has triggered me. Whilst that is true, you also don't want to be so deep into survival mode that you get stuck in scarcity because you can't manifest if you're so stressed, anxious, fearful for where, you know, your next meal is coming in. I don't want anyone to work with me and put the... By, to put themselves in that place to work with me because it's not something that's gonna help with their goal. It's not something that's necessary. 
You know, there's different ways to work with me. You don't have to get yourself into that position to work with me. So I said, yes, okay, as a coach, I'm saying that this can triggering can be good, but sit down with the figures, have a look and take your time because if it is, then it will put you in survival mode so much so, then I don't want you to invest in me with this option. And now you may think, well, as a business owner, why would you tell her to like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I don't want you to invest in me. But it's because had I said something else, that would have really been an energy of attachment. (laughs) I keep getting confused. Because it would have been me thinking about myself and being like, I need, I need the sale rather than thinking about my client, which is my job to do, is to think about her and where she is energetically as well as a manifestation coach. So I said, okay, take a few days, think about it. Don't don't sign up if it's gonna put you so much in that survival mode. I wouldn't want that with my words. Take your time. We didn't speak again for about four days and then getting back from a day of winding down the street at Notting Hill Carnival, again, having only posted just random stuff, me having fun, nothing to do with my work, the sale comes in. And she has signed up for another offer, paid in full, and with no convincing or anything from me. So I acted very, very differently because I was in an energy of detachment. When I have been in an energy of attachment before, I would act differently. And I would have, even if I hadn't convinced and forced, because that's not me, for probably a while now, maybe a year or so of running my business, maybe more, I wouldn't convince someone if they say they can't afford it. That's not, it's not my style, that's not what I stand for. But I may have then thought, okay, I have to do something to get this sale, I have to bring this sale in, I have to force the manifestation to come through. I need to post today, I need to post something that really makes that person want to sign up or anyone else want to sign up. I need to post something that makes people want to buy. Which you can disguise as just being, you know, just doing what you're doing, but really it was coming from a forcing attached place. Or I would have kept checking to see my emails to see if she'd signed up or if she'd messaged me. All of that is what attached energy looks like. But instead, Yes, at the time I responded differently and gave her space and was in lean back energy. It was like, you do you, take your time, here are my thoughts. Of course, coach her through like how to identify if it's a scarcity mindset or if it's reality, a current reality. But then I led, I leant back because I wanted her to empower herself at the level that was right for her. And then that was the first part that was like the setting up part but then when the sale came through again I wasn't forcing the lot the, the few days where we didn't speak checking checking messages trying to force post things just to get sales even though it didn't feel aligned force something into existence I was just in a lean back energy I was in the energy of freedom relaxation joy Again, of course, being in Notting Hill Carnival probably even emphasised that further, which is why so many sales, I believe, came through this weekend is because it was a cherry on top to my receiving energy. And then the sale came in. And then what happened, because I didn't attach, 
was that she feels so empowered by this. She's not investing in the initial thing that she had in mind, the initial package she'd reached out for, and feeling like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Scarcity, anxiety, fear, all of the time because I've stretched myself too far. Investments should expand you, they should stretch you. If they don't at all, you probably are not going to get as much out of it. That is just a fact. So many times I notice when people buy low ticket offers from me, the adherence rate is less. It takes them longer to get started. It can take them longer to do the work and actually follow it. And sometimes people drop off and they they don't actually end up, if it's a course, watching all the videos or doing all the workbooks. And of course you get the most out of it when you follow it fully and you, you do all the work. But when you're not invested energetically, you don't you don't put in as much so when you pay money for something you're committing your energy money is just an energy so you're saying i'm in energetically so yes of course that is the case um you do need to be stretched my biggest investments are the ones i've got the most out from i'm sure i'm guilty of having maybe downloaded something a resource or paid for a low ticket resource and then not opened it once it arrived in my inbox for ages if ever because I'm not as attached but when I've put money on the line when I know my most recent investment each month I have to pay this amount I did every single video every single workbook showed up for every single live call or watched a replay almost immediately because I was invested and I got so much out of it so by allowing, by, by detaching and allowing, it's not only better for me, but it's better for the client. And this is the same with anything. Again, when manifesting a relationship, this is something I talk about a lot, so I wanna bring it back to this, is the same. That if you detach, it's better for that person too. You get to be in a happy relationship, they get to be in a happy relationship. If you're trying to force someone who's not really ready to commit to commit, you're gonna be unhappy because they're not gonna meet your needs, they're gonna be unhappy. If you're trying to push someone who's not really ready, same thing. If you detach, so you're not fixating on that perhaps one person, you're being open, whoever comes through, whether it is that person or someone else, is uh, it's aligned for them. And so it's better for everyone. So what does this energy of detachment come down to how did I get into that energy of detachment both obviously we know on the day I was out partying but it's not just about that you don't want to misconstrue what I'm saying to mean that when you want something to come through you should go out party forget 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 and then you'll receive it because that in itself can actually be scarcity minded this is where it gets kind of trippy because if you're running away you're like oh my god I'm so stressed that this might, that this sale might not come through, that this person might not reply to my text who, who I'm dating, um, that this email about the opportunity that I want might not come through, that I need to like go and get drunk or I need to go and just stay busy all day and do so many different things so that I'm in an energy of a detachment. No, because then your actions are coming from a place of I'm so stressed that it won't come through, which is attachment so there was there are nuances to this 
And that is just in the moment stuff, right? In the moment, I was in receiving energy because I was I was having fun, I was relaxed, I wasn't worrying and stressing about the sales. But the real work comes before that. Again, I was in receiving mode, I was in detached energy, let's say, when the client reached out to me. And there's been others as well, last week as well, that have also, re- also reached out to me. And again, I also was not forcing I wasn't in that energy of attachment and so how did I get in that energy where I'm allowing these natural conversations to happen I'm not saying you should buy this you should buy this or worrying after our conversations or worrying how long it takes them to reply how do you actually get in that energy well you're not waiting on the email you're not waiting on the money to come through into your bank you're not waiting on that text back from that person how do you actually get in that energy this is the juicy part i know this is the bit that you're here for and i know that this is the bit that many people do not talk about it all comes down to how you feel about yourself it comes down to your relationship that you have with yourself and that's why the the foundation the relationship you have with yourself is at the heart of everything that i do it will always come back to this, no matter what level you're at, there can always be more work to be done on your relationship with yourself. More aligning, let's say. Life will come along, move you up, move you down. It always comes back to the relationship with yourself. And this is why that in itself, transforming a relationship with yourself, is the first chapter, if you like, of the Goddess Inner Circle. The first thing that anyone who joins the Goddess Inner Circle will do is work through module one, which is about transforming your relationship with yourself. This is the foundation of becoming magnetic. This is the foundation of manifesting any goal, especially manifesting a relationship. And that's why it's the first thing. When you feel attached to a manifestation, why is that? Think about that for a second. Why do you feel attached to the manifestation? If you're waiting on money in your bank, why do you feel so attached to that money? If you're waiting for someone to text you back, why do you feel like you really need that text to come through? If you're waiting for an email saying you've got a certain opportunity, maybe for your career, in your life, studying, whatever it is, why do you feel so attached for that coming through? Yes, of course you want it, but why do you feel so attached that you're worried, stressed, desperate? It's because you think that thing means something about you. That if the money comes through, if you have a certain amount of money, it makes you maybe successful, worthy, good enough, with your shit together. If that person replies to you, it makes you valuable. It makes you a catch. It makes you someone who's respected. If that opportunity comes in, it means you're successful. It means you're a boss, babe. It means you're living your dreams. We make it mean something. And I hope you're with me, guys, on that. It doesn't mean you can't want the thing, but are you making it mean something about you? For example, with these sales that I'm speaking about, I have definitely, again, been in this energy. I'm speaking from experience, but I've worked hard on myself to shift that relationship with the self. And the energy that, you know, of attachment would have been based on things like this. 
if she signs up, that means I'm a good coach. That means I'm a successful person. That means I'm a boss babe, whatever, whatever. If she doesn't sign up, if the sale doesn't come through, oh my God, I'm a failure. Oh my God, I'm I'm not successful enough. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not a good coach. Those are making it mean something. And that is what creates attachment. So what does it come down to then? Again, it's validating yourself because I have been in the absence of those things and I really want to stress that. It's not that, you know, it's easy to feel, you know, detached. There has been many times where my outside world does not look how I might want it to look. So I might not have the things that I want or that I think I need, but I've been, I've learned to create the energy of detachment despite that. And I think that that truly is what makes me the coach that I am today, is that it's easy to say, yeah, don't be attached when you feel like you don't need. But often the outside world in the past has made me feel like I need, I need this out, I need this client. The pandemic was a big experience of that, losing my business overnight. But even in that state, you can control your energy. You get to work on your energy. I don't want you to think that this is energy work is only if things around you look a certain way. Yes, it's easier to do the work when things look a certain way. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yes, it might be a bit more challenging to do that work when things in the outside world don't look how you want. But it's such a big strength to learn it for times like that. Because when you feel worthy yourself and you feel like I am successful, I am good enough, I'm good at what I do, I'm worthy as a person, whatever it is, when you can validate that to yourself, even when the thing that you're manifesting isn't coming through, well then you get into receiving mode to receive it because you're not attached anymore. You're no longer needing it to come through so you feel good enough because you already feel good enough. So if it comes through, amazing, that'll be nice. I get to enjoy the thing and I'm good enough. If it doesn't come through, okay, I'm good enough still. So it really does come down to the self-work. When we talk about detachment, people think it's just about, okay, I I need to just meditate and then I'll be detached. Yeah, I, I love to meditate, don't get me wrong. I will meditate if I'm feeling overly attached. But that only works if you've built a strong foundation already of self-worth, of validating your own self. And then meditating can clear the mind and get you back to that foundation so you're no longer attached. But if you don't have that that foundation of validating yourself or feeling good enough as you are, then you can meditate, but you're still coming back to, I don't feel good enough, so I need this thing that I'm manifesting. I need the money, I need the sales, I need the the relationship, the partner, I need the new opportunity. I need it, otherwise I'm not good enough. I need it to feel successful. I need it to feel worthy. That's the energy you put yourself in when you don't validate yourself. You can't validate yourself from within. But on the plus side, when you do validate yourself from within, you put yourself in the energy of, I want this, but I don't need it because I am good enough, because I am worthy, 
because I I feel successful no matter what. And that is really on a on a wider scale that is the foundation of soulful success. That is the foundation of what I teach. Your visions of what you're manifesting. You could you should and you can have it all. You get to want the money. You get to want the relationship. You get to want the sales. You get to want the opportunities. You get to want the things. You're allowed to want that. You're here on this earth living a human experience because it's okay to want those outward things. It's okay to want the relationship. It's okay to want the money. It's okay to want the sales. But you don't need it. And when you truly feel worthy within that is success to me that is soulful success that you feel good you love yourself you feel free you enjoy life no matter what you have or don't have that is the foundation i want you to feel free within yourself i want you to love yourself and feel worthy and have all the things you want but i don't want you to have all the things you want but still feel shit about yourself and feel unworthy and not feel good enough and feel like you constantly need more things to band-aid the fact that you don't feel good enough that's not what i'm here for i'm not here to help you make money or get into a relationship as a band-aid i'm here to help you expand and to reach self-actualization within yourself and to have the things you want that's true manifestation So I hope that was helpful. I hope that has demystified the topic of detaching and getting into receiving mode and receiving what it is that you want to manifest. If you have been feeling the pull to work with me, DM me because as I've explained, I've worked to be in my receiving energy, to be detached. And so it's not how I do business to convince you. My only goal is to help you find the right option for you to manifest what you want to manifest, but then it's take it or leave it. Then it's down to you to decide what is right for you, to lead yourself, to empower yourself. That's the only way that we both get the best results. It's the way that I get to fulfill my purpose, to help to empower you but also the way that I get to receive you know the freedom I want through both financial but also to freedom to run my business the way I want to run it if I force you into it I'm not going to get to do that definitely done it in the past um but it's about you leading yourself so if you do feel the pull you can dm me you don't have to worry that I'm going to then force you into something or push you due to all of the reasons that I've explained in this episode. And that's also why this episode also hopefully explains to you why I've sold offers over this weekend from £19 to £333. From low ticket to medium high ticket. And I've celebrated each equally. I've been genuinely excited about each single sale, no matter if it was £19 or was much higher, because I put myself in the energy of the transformation, of excitement for the transformation. Excitement for you to experience a thing, whether it's the Manifest Your Man workbook, 
for £19 and what's going to shift when you go through that and you fill that all out and you watch the videos that come with it. Or we're having a VIP day in person. We're spending the full day together. We're going through human design, feminine energy, strategy, business strategy. We're doing it all. Regardless, you're going to get a shift. So I get myself into the energy of excitement for you to shift, to work together. Not the excitement of how much money am I going to get? Because that can be needy energy. I need the money. How much money? How much money? There's nothing wrong with money. But if you're attaching to it, again, you're blocking yourself from receiving what you truly want to receive. So I hope you love this episode or this IGTV. If you're watching on IG, it's going to be reshared as an IGTV. And yes, slide into my DMs at Leela Jasmine Sule. If you feel the pull to work with me and you want to chat about the options of how I can help you manifest your vision of soulful success, soulful success. My voice has made us through to the end of this episode, but I'm definitely going to go rest it now. Thank you to those of you that joined and I will see you next time. Goodbye. So I hope you loved this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.